Today is Thursday, May 4th. The title for her devotional is The Enslaved Self. In the section that we read yesterday, Romans 7, 21 through 8, 39, there are two major movements. First is the enslavement of the human nature to sin, and second is the redemption that Christ gives his people by making them new and giving them the Spirit. Today we're going to focus on the first movement. Tomorrow we will focus on the second. The law is good, remember, and that it reveals what holiness to God looks like. But the story of the Old Testament reveals that it was not effective to remove sin from the people of God. Paul recounts that at the end of chapter 7 here. Let's read it one more time. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. Okay, this gets really crazy, remember. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind, and making me a prisoner in the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man that I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. Now in this section, Paul is likely, there's lots of debate around what he's meaning by I here. He's using I as a personal experience with the law, which, however, was emblematic of Israel's, as the nation's, experience with the law, and Adam's experience of sin as well. Paul is expressing the great paradox and dilemma of the human condition. Although he, and by extension Israel and humanity in general, wants to do what is right, there is another law at work within him that makes him a prisoner to the law of sin. He's a slave to sin, he says. Sin lives in him in his sinful nature. Good does not dwell in his sinful nature, he says. Again, this is explaining the human condition before Jesus. In his commentary on Romans, Tom Schreiner writes about this section of scripture, quote, The inadequate resources of the eye are highlighted, for it lacks the ability to carry out God's will. For those who have made the goal of their approach to the Christian faith one of self-actualization, that message should sting. I am inadequate in myself to carry out the will of God. I need God to do something new so that I can. In Paul's words, this inadequacy culminates in his raw declaration of verse 24. What a wretched man that I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? That is the cry of humanity from the fall of Adam and Eve to Paul's day when Jesus redeemed him. Praise God he doesn't leave us there in our inadequacies and wretchedness, subject to death and enslaved to sin. Verse 25 begins his thankful response and worship to the work of God in redeeming him and all of God's chosen people from their previous state. Verse 25, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a good prayer to memorize. Paul knew he didn't deliver himself and make himself new by pursuing self-actualization more. That had been tried for thousands of years by the people of Israel who were well-intentioned in obeying the law, but could never fully do so. Humanity is enslaved to sin and needs a deliverer and power to uphold the law of God. That's the message of Scripture. This God has done for his elect in Jesus and the gift of the Spirit. This recognition is the beginning of our gratitude and worship. We will read Paul's further explanation of this 
side tomorrow. For reflection time today, as you reflect on the human condition apart from Jesus, pray Paul's prayer for yourself. What a wretched man or woman that I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Don't stop there, though. Continue on to pray. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Maybe listen to the song Amazing Grace. Pick your favorite version. Worship God for his amazing grace that, quote, saved a wretch like me. I've linked you to the classic Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone, by Chris Tomlin on Spotify in the devotional page.